1: What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. I never thought anything could make her laugh harder than the office. And then Usman (laughs) asked if he could have his brother's kid. It's the one and only. Keep it down over there. I'm trying to hear what's happening, Teresa. (laughs)
0: Teresa.
2: Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? That cracked me up so much
1: we were laughing harder than when we watched a comedy movie.
2: You know, sometimes when you hot, ha- l- hard when you laugh so hard, it almost feels like your body's just gonna release something.
0: Oh boy,
2: <laughs> anything! Oh, be glad there's no
1: smell-o-vision. This is not a a scent cast. It's
2: almost like you're laughing so hard that your body needs to release it somewhere. Well,
1: you're releasing laughter, Theresa. Let's keep it at that. What's going on over there? It I was, was the one so who had a burrito. <laughs> I had the burrito for dinner, Theresa. Jeez.
2: It was so hard.
1: It was so... It was... You need more of those moments in a season. If if <laughs> If more of that type of storyline happened... Oh, this would would be, hands down, the best television on television. This was (laughs) everything you could ever want and more. (laughs) Amazing. I don't know if it was scripted or what, but you can... It
2: wasn't, because if you watched it carefully, you see Osman asking him and himself realizing that it's so ridiculous, so he's like, um... uh, So we're going to ask, we can just get Mahadi and uh, adopt him and move to the U.S. And Mohammed is like, huh? Huh? (laughs) You can see that it's just, he's like, what?
1: Well, Usman was like on the verge of smiling or like on the verge of laughter. And you, you might immediately go, oh, well, even he can't keep a straight face. This isn't real. But I would argue he's so uncomfortable because he really is asking that sometimes when you're uncomfortable, you laugh. And I think that may have been the reaction.
2: Also, it's like, he's been selling this to Kim and Jamal so hard, but he didn't ask. He
1: he needed a better presentation. He needed PowerPoints. He he needed a well-thought-out offer. he needed to
2: ask Mohammed first. I
1: know, but this was just so... This is a big deal. I have to imagine, like, if there's two questions in the world that are probably bigger questions than any other, it's, will you marry me, and can I have your kid? And... (laughs) I know for a proposal you put some thought into it, but it didn't seem like Usman put any thought into asking Muhammad for his kid. He needed he needed more. He needed to come with more.
2: You he should have asked before. Before. He literally started selling this to Jamal and Kim. Yeah. It's almost like if I told someone, like, oh, my gosh, like, we have to go to Jamaica. It's like, the best place ever. Meanwhile, I've never been. You
1: never researched yeah, it. Yeah, I've
2: never been. Right. right. You heard
1: it's possibly a yeah. great place to go. And, and then you get you, there and you're it, like, oh, I should have I yeah. looked into this a little more.
2: And I'm not talking shit about Jamaica. I just thought of it for some reason. Jamal, Jamaica. Well, we
1: were just watching it on. We're going back and watching Love and Paradise. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> that, that's right. Yes. And so... It's the same thing. You cannot be selling something that you don't have. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: We'll talk about it. Ah! We'll talk. We'll it get there. It was so good. It In was so me- good. In the meantime, before we do, a little housekeeping. Very quickly, you guys, most of you guys know the drill, but very quickly, follow us on Instagram. At Married to Reality Pod. It's important to follow us on Instagram, especially around these times because seasons come to an end, other seasons start. And if you want to keep up to date with all the things we're covering, follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. You'll get all the news, the memes, and most importantly, most fun, you message us and, and we get yeah. to talk to you guys. So, Instagram at Married to Reality Pod.
2: Instagram, if we are delayed for whatever reason because it's been kind of crazy, it this household with work lately will also let you know on Instagram, guys. Yes. So be there.
1: Be there at Married to Reality Pod. All right. Also, places to be. The place to be is Patreon. Patreon.com slash Married Reality. And I say that because we are almost at the end, unfortunately, of the single life. What a season. Oh,
2: my gosh. One more. One more. <laughs>
1: One more. What a season. But... That doesn't mean just because the single life is ending that all good things are coming to an end. We have a couple great things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: As I said, we're we're watching Love in Paradise. We're just kind of refreshing our our memory of season two because if you guys missed the announcement, we're going to be covering season three of Love in Paradise on Patreon.
2: Woo hoo! And then Darcy and Stacy—that's well, going mean, to kind of bleed into this. Zero so. build,
1: zero build up from Teresa. She tends to do. She just kind of rolls right into it.
2: Listen, I'm from the Czech Republic. We say the thing, how things are. Well, we don't cool. sugarcoat. I'm, we like, don't I'm, sugarcoat.
1: A, I'm not sugarcoating. I'm, I'm like, I want to do a little fanfare. I want to be like, and not only are you getting <laughs> love and paradise. Please do that. Not only are you getting love and paradise, <laughs> but for the same exact price, when Darcy and Stacy comes out, you're going to get that. So for a couple of weeks, I'm sure you'll be getting double the content, double the fun. And same, all the
2: bonuses. Same low the- Patreon
1: price. On only. the Family Affair.
2: Family Affair, thank you.
1: So we don't really talk about the Friends with Benefit level. That's basically this podcast with no ads, no housekeeping. This thing you're listening to right now is not on the Patreon. Also, you get access to like some behind-the-scenes stuff we post. But the, the bonus content tiers are Cousins Club, which is mm-hmm. audio only, and then Family Affair, which is audio and video of the Patreon podcast, plus... One monthly bonus of random shows we watch. So we've done Real Girlfriends in Paris. We've done The Real Love Boat. We recapped the entire season of Love is Blind season three in one episode. So that's family affair level.
2: Yes. That's and the- we also drop random bonuses like for the holidays. Holiday right? So we do all all kinds of things, guys. So
1: patreon.com. Great time to get on that. Also, just make sure you're following the podcast right here. So no matter what we drop, when we drop it, you get it. Easy peasy. It's so easy to do. You look down. You smash that follow button.
2: Guys, smash it like it's as hard as Usman asking Mohammed <laughs> if he can adopt Mohammed. Because <laughs> I just love more, it. more like, is it getting
1: high in here? Just, why is Usman asking for I, my child? I think.
2: I honestly think that was my favorite moment from the whole season. I'm not even joking. Uh, from
1: the whole franchise. I That's-
2: died laughing so hard. I could not stop laughing. I mean, you were sitting next to I me. I was
1: laughing right <laughs> along with you. I have not laughed that hard, I don't <laughs> think, since the first episode I ever watched of 90
2: day. It was so good. It just, just one day, the camera zooms in on Mahadi. He <laughs> 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 just like, doesn't know what's
0: going on.
1: <laughs> okay, so smash like it's as hot as that And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do Tis the season to leave a review It's the season to give It's the season to to spread joy and spread love And I think one way to do that is with reviews And so if you leave a five-star review, we'll read it on this podcast right here That's us hoping that we can give back just a little bit and read your review And, and speaking of that, I have one to read
2: okay. Okay. okay, this comes
1: to us from our friend Kimmy G
2: Hello, Kimmy G. Not
1: to be confused with Kenny G. I don't know if Kimmy G. plays the saxophone, but who's
2: Kenny G. You don't know Kenny G. No. Ooh. Is it like the?
0: Ooh, the is, is it the
2: is, is it the movie with the rapper that also is pl- is the same actor who played Borat? Huh? It's Ali G. That's oh, Ali, Never Ali mind. G. Yeah. Well, this is Kimmy G.
1: Okay. Five stars. Titled "Love You Too." Been listening to 90 Day Fiance podcasts a while. I love the new additions you're adding now. I enjoy the chemistry and respect you have for one another with each podcast. Keep up the great work together, and thanks for making the extra efforts to podcast these weeks during travel. Your loyal listeners appreciate you for it.
2: Oh, again, and and
1: and we, you guys, are beautiful review, beautiful review, and thank you, Kimmy G. We
2: love you
1: too. We love you too. We absolutely (laughs) do. And yes as I said you, you guys are showing us so much love we're a little backed up in these reviews so this is from this is from over the summer and we were traveling a lot but we yeah. we appreciate that you appreciate the effort that it takes to put this podcast out sometimes
2: Absolutely and it does take time and sometimes we do crazy things like we podcast at midnight which is what <laughs> we're doing right now oh full boy. disclosure oh cuz just work's been out of control life's been out of control the holidays yeah are coming. It's everything together. This person right here with me keeps Hello. traveling. Yeah. Which is fun, but makes it this a little more difficult. So thanks guys for bearing with us. Yeah. Yes. And, and so thank you, love. Kimmy G. Kimiji. G? Kimmy G. Kimmy G.
1: Kimmy G. All right. Thank you. Beautiful review. Beautiful review. If thank you thank haven't you. left the review, be like Kimmy G.
2: Yeah, spread the love. And, and
1: spread the Christmas,
2: love. Christmas, the Hanukkah. Hello. What else?
1: Hello, Teresa. All right. That's it. Um, should we do a little 90 day, by the way? <laughs> sure. All right. This is going to be just like a little more conversational, a 90 day, by the way, because okay, okay. I don't have big news stories. But that's I, okay, that's it, okay. But I have interesting ones that I would love to bounce off you. Okay. okay. I was just going to
2: add one thing. <laughs> Guys, I appre- we appreciate everyone who sent us stuff, um, but some of it, some of the articles are just kind of fake.
1: Well, let, let me start with one then, because... Yeah, because... Let me start And we
2: appreciate it, but here, as I always tell you, Detective John will get down to business and look it out what's going on, because we get a lot of these, and it, yeah. social media are full of these articles, so sometimes it's hard to tell what's real and what's not, so, so enlighten uh, us. That's a
1: great It's a great lead, and, and I can't enlighten you, but I wanted just to bring to the table, and I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen this, and I just wanted. to... To talk about it with you. Uh, one, by the way, is Tanya and Michael from Juliana and Michael. There is more than a rumor going around that they're together. And again, I don't know. I'm 50 50 on it. I don't truly believe it, but I could see it. Sure, why not?
2: Wait, wait. What do you mean there is more than a rumor? So
1: the, the most recent, the most recent piece of information to come out, which is why I decided to bring it up, is yesterday or the day before, someone said they saw them at a bar together kissing, getting cuddly.
2: Yeah.
1: Now, there's no proof. Show me a photo and we have a story. Yeah. So, I don't know if I believe it. I do know for a fact that they're friends.
2: Yeah. Here's the thing. Um, like Some of the accounts that post all those things, I don't find trustworthy.
1: No, right? definitely not. Definitely
2: and not. so I feel like unless you see it on their social media or the people magazine or in touch, some of these like more reputable yeah. accounts yeah. come come with the story, then I'll be like, Okay. And again, I see them as friends too. I don't see them I think maybe they banged. I can see Tanya sure. banging Michael sure. for sure. In relationship, I don't see that. No,
1: they're definitely friends and they have been for years. They used to get together. Seasons ago, when everyone was still yeah. married, we know they're friends. If there's something more, I don't know. But what I would say is, wouldn't that have made for a better single life storyline for Tanya than, oh, I'm exploring Aruba and Joel. Like, show me her and Michael, and True. I'm and I'm in. We saw Jesse and Jennifer, two players yeah. get together on the single life.
2: I think they broke up.
1: Perhaps, And you could have told me that before we started By the Way, and that could have been a By the Way. But Oh, it's
2: been around for a while.
1: Oh, no, I don't she, think. She, like,
2: posted it, but I don't mm-hmm. know. Again, I don't know if that's this just my, a clickbait
1: bite. kind is, of thing. This is my but segment, so let me do my segment. But I, I would have rather seen that storyline on a single line. Oh, for sure. So that's the other reason I question, is it real? Because I think that's juicy, and a lot of people would tune in to see that Oh play yeah, out.
2: I think Michael is too boring for her. She keeps Uh, thinking all kinds of things. I disagree. I mean,
1: mean, he was he was jet setting around the world and in the wine business and on yachts, and that's how he met Julia. That's true. I I forgot about that. So who knows? So who knows? This is not a not a by the way to say here's what's happening, but it's a by the way to say, guys, what's happening? Like what do what do you guys know? Share with us. Let's compare notes and let's get to the bottom of this thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. This this one is one of the more could be stories, yeah. but I saw one, and you guys sent it to us too. One story floating around that Angela passed away. Uh-oh. I'm like, what is going on with these fake stories, yeah. right? Yeah.
1: So that's uh, that's a by the way, right? That's
2: a good by the way. Yeah, it's okay. I, mean, I, I don't
1: want to spread gossip, but that's why I'm like, what's going on, guys? Like, let's let's talk about it because there's something. Yeah. There's something to it. How did it start? Where's it going?
2: Yeah, let's I discuss. I think they maybe are hooking up. Well, who yeah. knows? Who
1: knows. Send pics. The other, whoa. The other <laughs> confirmed okay, story. And this is uh this is my other, by the way. Cynthia and Molly are no longer friends. They have broken up.
2: Oh. Have you I'm not gonna, heard about this? I have not, but I'm gonna say it is good for Molly, because Cynthia was a moron. She's an
1: absolute moron. And <laughs> it's it's interesting because they're more than just friends.
2: They're business partners. They're business partners. Mm. They were
1: on pillow talk together. Yeah. They started a podcast recently.
2: What happened?
1: I don't know. But I don't know. But they. So how be-
2: did you hear it?
1: Oh, it's all over. It's all, I think it was. It was on MSNBC and CNN. <laughs> Last night, um, I doubt that the world's out. Of My dad told what, me about it. What's her
2: name? Uh, Rachel Maddow. I doubt that Cynthia made it to CNN in <laughs> yeah. the Rachel Meadows yeah. Well, I mean, it's podcast. all over Truth
1: Social, too. It's it's everywhere you want to be. But they're no longer friends. It's It's been made official. There's an official statement if you go to the Libby Ray Instagram page, oh. they post about it because it's like. Business is still going. Like the the store is still open, but we're, we're not best of friends anymore. And I, well, you got to someone, again, call in. What happened?
2: I would love to know what happened. What
1: happened? I mean, again, yes, I could see them having a differing of opinions and they started this podcast and maybe as they talked for hours on end, as you tend to do on a podcast, you learn more about a person and you're finding mm. out, oh, we don't agree. Or maybe Molly's now ha- has Kelly. And they're gonna do pillow talk, and that pissed mm. Cynthia off, and it's like, whoa, we're pillow talking. She's like, Well, no, Kelly and I are a thing now. So many possibilities. I
2: know. Honestly, I love Molly, she's great. Cynthia, however, <sighs> she's a moron, more so moron. good for Molly.
1: Yeah. All right. That's that's sort of, <laughs> by the way. All right.
2: That's that's a good one. I didn't uh, that, know that's this. That's a good one. one.
1: I can't believe you yeah. You gotta spend more time on social media, social media, president.
2: I do spend time on social media, but you know what I've did this whole weekend?
1: Yeah, you laid in bed with an ice pack on your head. <laughs>
2: well, that's what I got sick. Well, yeah. And if, when I wasn't sick, I was working, so. All
1: right, here All we go. Right. I'm still,
2: guys, it's midnight. I'm still wearing my pajamas, but it's not because it's midnight. It's because that's what I wore the night before when I went to bed. All right. I just didn't get a chance to change.
1: Here we go. The reason we are here. Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, Season 7, Episode 16, Happily Ever After, question, question mark. mark. Let's start with an old friend of ours, Jenny <laughs> and submit. <laughs> family oh, dinner. Yeah. We're at the family dinner.
2: Picked up where we left off.
1: And Jenny just dropped the bomb about moving to America. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's trying to pitch how America is the land of acceptance. I don't know if.
2: She hasn't been here in a while. I don't
1: know. Yeah, <laughs> she's picked up a newspaper recently, but oh, it's so accepting over there. They're gonna love us. Submit. Come over. Like we're gonna be welcomed with open arms. It's gonna be. It's gonna be soldiers returning home from war. Just come on. Come to. Come to America. Everything will be amazing.
2: Uh, I mean, yes, they're they might be accepted by Jenny's family and friends. Sure, but. Honestly, they should stay in India. That's my that's my personal opinion. I
1: I agree they should, and it's not where you'll be accepted. They'll definitely be accepted in America, of course. I I was doing more of a commentary on how Jenny was like, oh, it's so accepting, and it's like, okay, for some people, not for all.
2: Again, some people are, but like there are people who are accepting in India,
1: right? Not some its parents. But well,
2: definitely not. Th-
1: so Jenny brings this idea to the table, literally. Smith is blindsided mm-hmm. by it, does not want to move to America. In fact, that's the opposite of what he wants. He wants to get back in with his friends and family. He wants to really tie up those loose ends and, and rebuild that relationship. He doesn't want to move halfway around the world.
2: Well... Anil is speaking for him and Sadna. Did you, by the way, did you see how they were sitting? It was like Anil, Amit, and Amit's wife. Shri. And it was, yeah, It was like, the smallest one, the middle uh-huh. one. <laughs> and it was like a perfect line.
0: I did not notice it was, it was
2: great. Anyways, Anil is speaking on his and Sadna's behalf because she just could not she even could not, come. And he's basically crying. saying that nothing will change their opinion, so... Bye. Yeah, he, like, you, can, you can go.
1: I don't think he is buying Jenny's bluff. And I know it's not a bluff. Jenny would move. Yeah. But Anil knows it's not going to happen. So he's just like, go. Like if, if you want, leave. Maybe the phone will stop ringing. We can finally get some sleep around here.
2: <laughs> but then he adds like, well, it won't last longer. He's turning the cameras and... Are you saying that because she's older or are you saying that because you don't think the relationship is strong enough?
1: They don't think the relationship is strong enough. Anil and Sadhana both think, oh, it's going to fizzle out in a year or two. And to that, I say, well, then just play along in India for a year or two. Don't lose your son over this. Be happy. And then if you think the relationship is going to end, then everyone gets their way.
2: Listen, I would say the same thing, but they've been together for over 10 years. It's not just going to end. They just got married.
1: Yeah. That's true. I wonder if if Sadna and Anil know how much of a relationship they were actually in for those 10 years, though. In their mind, they might think, oh, it's only been a couple of years. It's been a year or two since she's been here. They probably don't realize, like, oh, it has been a while. I
2: think they know. They just don't want to accept it. Because if you think about it, now he's 33, she's 64, right? Mm -hmm. 10 years ago, he was 23, and she was in her 50s, right?
1: But he was also married.
2: Oh, that's very true. Let's not
1: forget that. So it wasn't really yeah. a true relationship. You can't consider that a real relationship if you're still married.
2: True. Also, the way they met, like he was catfishing her. Yeah. So this whole thing is just weird. But I don't think the relationship is just going to end because it's been going on for a while. Right? No, I don't,
1: I don't think it is either. the The thing that caught my attention was when Christina goes... Jenny loves him so much and Anil goes, you don't think his mother does? Like the fact that Anil is trying to compare or trying to say, Samit doesn't need anyone else. His mom loves him is, I don't know if that's a cultural thing.
2: It must be because I think some different cultures look at family relationships differently. And for some, Mom is everything for but, others. The wife for the husband.
1: But so what? Nil's mom didn't love him because he got married. Like you tried to marry, you tried to marry your son off. You had he an arranged.
2: She's beautiful and young, and just popped pop a baby. Everyone's happy.
1: Right. So I don't understand that argument. Oh well, his mom loves him too. It's like okay, but you're married Anil. Nil, married. Everyone has a wife. You tried to marry, submit off before. So clearly you understand the need for a romantic partner, not yes. just a, pater- or a, a motherly.
2: It all comes down to the embarrassment that Anil and Ceadna say they experience, right? Yeah. For them, that's just unbearable.
1: Yeah. yeah. I
2: wonder, okay, she's in her 60s. There is a big age gap. However, that's doesn't matter to them. If she was, let's say, in her late 40s or like mid 40s, still possibility of potentially having a kid, right? Would that be okay if she was only 10 years older or would that still be unacceptable? Like, I'm just curious.
1: I, I think it would be more acceptable. Yes. I think the I think society would, would look more favorably on that and wouldn't be ringing them all hours of the night.
2: Listen, if Jenny looked like Sean Robinson, everyone... Hello. No, Hello. I would say shit
1: right. they'd be calling to get the recipe to yeah. get to get the serums
2: well, Sean looks the same age as Summit, so
1: Sean looks good, yeah, um Sumit though, okay, Jenny's talking about moving to America and and Anil's saying, go. Sumit still has an ace up his sleeve. he still thinks he's <laughs> got the winning hand
2: well, he's like, well, oh, anything anything we can do to make your mind changed and anil is like well uh, separation with jenny will do
1: (laughs) what if i adopt someone (laughs) what if i adopt someone
2: i love how he's just saying someone
1: that i'm telling you someone he's been saying it from day one right it's the, it's the same mindset <laughs> as Usman, but he's just being even more general about it.
2: Yeah, well, he's not talking about the adoption just yet. He's No, he's thinking about it. That's, thinking, that's, that's, that's what's his, gonna, his That's sleep. his, exactly, that's his success, recipe for success.
1: Yeah, Um. no, but when he does ask, like, oh, is there anything I, I can do? Anil in Hindi said, oh, I think you can find someone better. Like, he tells, yeah. submit, I think you can find someone better. It's so cold and and disrespectful and rude and everything. I know Jenny can't understand, but that almost makes it even more disrespectful. Yeah.
2: Here's the thing. I don't even, when they say someone better... It has nothing to do with her personality. It has nothing to do with her culture. It has right. nothing to do with her looks or her beliefs. It has everything to do with her age. And right? it's so sad because... It is.
1: Imagine Samit found Shree 2.0, but didn't love him, was off at all hours of the night, hanging out with her friends. they would like, this is great. Uh, yeah, marry Shree, But Jenny is doing everything she can, Love submit. Is, uh, she is,
2: could learn how to clean. She
1: could learn how to clean, but I mean, she's strapping herself to a zip line, go, <laughs> going a Kama Sutra. Like she's trying and they're still like, no, just because she's old.
2: Oh yeah, that's, that's it. And it is, it is sad. And it, I'm thinking about it. Like if, if she was younger, right. And she was a total asshole, such a bitch, right. Would they say anything or would they just be happy she's young?
1: I think they'd because be happy she's young. Because right now it's young.
2: all the age. It's all about the think age. Think
1: about the arranged marriage. He was not happy at all and they were still like, you need to do this. Yeah. They don't care about his happiness. They care about their own happiness. Oh, that's, that's so true. That's all it is. is I don't care if you're the happiest man in the, in the world. As long as my phone keeps ringing, I'm not going to accept this. Yeah. They don't care at all about submit. It's so selfish.
2: It is, it is selfish, but I think society has a big hold yeah. over them. And they, sure. they they don't want to be bold and say, you know what? That's fine. That's our son. You know we what's support interesting? Him.
1: Not that they're on social media. Maybe they are. But I guarantee you the amount of hate they're getting from the 90-day audience rivals outweighs the amount of hate. They're getting from their neighborhood of like, your son's marrying mm. an oldie. Everyone on the 90 days side is like, What? Let your son be happy, right? So, yeah. if they actually care about other people's opinions, they're probably getting way more people arguing with them from well, the 90 days. And English, side. who cares? I know. They, they, yeah.
2: Well, it's, I think and it's like their country is standing behind them. And I think that's what matters. I don't think yeah. they care about what a bunch of Americans think. No.
1: Probably not. But, okay, new day. It's Christina and Jen's last day. And so they're all going to do some sightseeing. And they're checking out this this Shikwa Haveli, I think. A palace. It's an ancient Royal Indian palace. And it's like, thank you. Finally, something older than Jenny on this show. (laughs) You took took 16 episodes, but finally something's older than Jenny.
2: (laughs) Listen, we give Jenny a lot of shit, funny shit that she's old, right? It's a bit.
1: She's not that old. It is
2: a bit, and she's not that old. Thank you. But she looks she she looks way younger than Angela. Let's just put it out there.
1: Yeah, way better. If you
2: if you look at her, like she seems to be in much better shape than Angela.
1: Age is a number. It Age is. is totally a number. Listen,
2: she's <laughs> zip planning. She's doing it all. <laughs>
1: Age is a number. Yeah. Um. So okay. I was just gonna
2: add one quick fun yeah. fact. My mom's best friend is 80 years old. They freaking travel the world together. She just came. My mom had a hip surgery. She just came to my my, my parents' house, and she cleaned the whole house for my mom. Nice. She's yeah. eighty years old. Very active. She divorced her asshole husband a few years back because yeah. he was just abusing her, yeah. and now she's living her best life. Yeah. Eighty. I know. Traveling the world. So age is just a number, age guys. Is number. It's our bit about Jenny. All
0: right.
1: So they're all there. They're talking, and it's basically everyone saying, you know. I think it is time you guys move to the States because nobody's accepting Jenny here. That's not, that's not going to fly with us. It's been one-sided long enough. And I think you guys should pack your bags and, and come to America.
2: Well, Summit is not ready to move yet. And so Jenny's like, well, I already talked to the immigration lawyer. What do we have to do? And he's like, whoa. And I feel for Summit. Like, this is something they should have done together. I agree. It's at the end of the day, they are married, and moving to a different country is a huge decision,
0: right? I agree. Even
2: moving to a different neighborhood within the same city would be a mutual decision. So just think about moving across the world.
1: It's, I think I do agree with you, but I would say it's okay to get information on your own, it's okay to research. And she was doing research. She was trying to find out, well, how would we do this? How long would it take? Well, It's okay to do research, I think. Oh,
2: yeah. No, Google. But then when you actually talk to a lawyer, that means it becomes a little more serious. Just put it in perspective, right? If I was like, hey, the neighborhood down the street looks great. I was doing some research on the houses. What do you think? That's one thing. You'll be like, oh, cool. Let me see. But if I said, hey, I spoke to a realtor about that neighborhood down the street we might be moving to. You'd be Mm -hmm. like... Why wouldn't you do that with me? Because that's a mutual decision. Good
1: analogy. Thank you. And so Jenny says this and Submit is a little taken back. And he goes, well, if it's going to take two years to get over there, I'll be 35. And I've been thinking, maybe I want kids. Maybe (laughs) I want to adopt someone. (laughs) Once again, he says, I want to adopt someone. and, And I want to have that someone in India.
2: You should just adopt Christina.
1: He should adopt, if Christina had a kid, he should adopt Christina's
2: <laughs> kid. She does have a kid.
1: Um, well, then, there you go. Here's, okay, I know the age thing is a bit, it's a bit we do, um, but let's actually think about her age. They moved to the U.S., so it's going to take two years, right? She's mm-hmm. getting close to 70. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that she's in the best of health. He uproots his life, he moves to the States, and within a few years, she passes. Hopefully not. But it's possible at okay. that age, right? Now he's all alone in the States. So I kind of am like, yeah, why would he leave everything he knows? He's got his job. He's got his friends. He's got his family for, at best, 15 years in the States. He's going to, what, is he going to stay there once she passes?
2: <laughs> being serious. Yeah. No, right? no, no, no. I, I see your point.
1: Right? So I don't know whose side I'm on here. I really don't.
2: Also, I don't think they can make enough money in the U.S. to make it work because she already blew all her 401k. They're living off of it. He has a job in India. They have a house. Like, what are you going to do in the U.S.? Live with Christina and Jen? Like, it's going to be tough just for him to get the paperwork to be able to work. That's going to take a while because it's all, like, backed up. And then finding a job, it's not going to be easy. And meanwhile, what is Jenny going to do? Be taking care of someone they adopt? Come on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. And they're clearly on two different pages. And Jenny says, well, if I had heard about this whole kids thing before, I don't know that we would have continued with this relationship.
2: Here's the thing. Same didn't think about kids until this <laughs> no. whole until this whole thing happened with his family. So he's just trying to come up he's with a solution yeah, to make his mom love him again.
1: Yeah, he's spitballing and Jenny's <laughs> like, I I don't know. I'm not sure a, if I want to be part of this new life with Submit. So things are getting, I don't know. Of
2: course she doesn't. At that age, you yes, you cool with grandchildren if you see them once in a while. Yeah. You don't want to take care of a human being again.
1: You don't want to take care of someone.
2: Even your mom's like, I love my granddaughters, but after a few hours, bye. Yeah.
1: Of course, it's all yeah.
2: lot of work. Yeah. Like yeah, you're so tired. You want to do Jenny your own Jenny can't even
1: sweep the kitchen. <laughs>
2: so, yes. Oh.
1: All right, that's Jenny and Samit. Wow. Stay tuned. Here we go. Ooh. Here we go, Teresa.
2: All right, let's wake up our neighbors because it's midnight. Our next couple is Angela and Michael. Oh, boy.
1: That's okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> You're allowed to yell like once. I, I feel keep like.
2: missing all the packages. I'm sure they're stealing oh, them because they're pissed, yeah. but us just being loud. I'm just going to be watching. Someone wearing my shoes.
1: If one of our names was Michael and the package went missing, (laughs) I I could understand that. but No, I don't think so. Anyways, they're on their way to meet the goofballs. Angela's not excited about it, obviously, but Michael's hopeful. We're going to have a good time.
2: Angela's like, this whole situation makes my skin crawling.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Terry, is that you? (laughs) Terry comes out after hours. Um... (laughs) I almost feel like she's guilty or feels guilty about about the Billy thing.
0: Uh, and that's
1: why she's going. Because when have you ever known Angela to do something she doesn't want to do? True. And now she's like, all right, let's go meet the goofballs. I think she feels guilty. And so she's like, all right, we'll go meet Addie and Peter. All right. Yeah.
2: Well, he, he she says something that I'm like, damn. She says, "I haven't I haven't seen the goofballs in five years.
1: I know. Five Has years. it been that long? I don't think right. I don't think she knows how to count. I think it's been like two and a half <laughs> at most.
2: Well, that was COVID. She hasn't seen Michael in that long. True.
1: Three. Yeah, but the last time she saw Michael, she saw the goofball.
2: No. Ball. No, he was forbidden to talk to the goofballs.
1: Mm. You know what I find funny is even when she's being sincere, like, I don't know if it was in the car, she was giving a confessional to the camera. She's like, <laughs> I want to have a happy marriage, so... I agreed to meet with the goofballs. And it's like, even when <laughs> she's like speaking sincerely, she's still calling them the goofballs.
0: <laughs> I don't know if it's because it's so fucking
1: late. I think you're yeah, losing your mind.
2: I can take this. Oh, wait till we get to so Ussie. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: All right. They get to a restaurant and Angela's back to her old self. She's like, I see their nasty asses. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be able to get through the rest of this podcast. Trace is out of her mind.
2: And I'm not even drunk. I no, wish I you was. you drank
1: one Celsius and now you're losing your mind. Um, uh, now I find it <laughs> hilarious too. The goofballs were like being nice. <laughs> I'm going to stop calling
0: them the goofballs. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm Addy thinking. was being
1: nice. Addy was being nice. Like he complimented Angela. It, and I don't know if he was being facetious. I
2: don't think Addy was being, I think Peter was being nice.
1: I, but Addy was like, you look good, Angela. Which think about it. If it has been five years since he saw her. It's a different, a oh, different yeah. woman. Oh, yeah. So he was like, you look good, Angela. <laughs> it's and
2: almost like if you, last time she, he saw her, she was like an inflated balloon. Oh, boy. And she looks like if you like let it go.
1: Something like that. Um, <laughs> but then.
2: Because <laughs> she's like quarter of the size that she was. So let's just be honest.
1: I understand. I just don't <laughs> understand the analogy.
2: I just, I just thought of it.
1: Okay, (laughs) Teresa's like, imagine, like, you know, the Thanksgiving Day parade when they inflate all those balloons.
2: That's that's a good one, too. Okay.
1: Um, Angela, and we all wondered, this is how do Addy and Peter know that Angela's in town? (laughs) And their explanation makes a lot of sense.
0: A lot of sense.
1: (laughs) They're like, well, we heard there's like a white lady making a scene. (laughs) And we figured, classic Angela.
2: Angela's in the town. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like she didn't buy it.
1: No, I think she, I think, I said it probably the first time we ever podcast about her. I was like, what, what do you think the people at the airport think, feel, smell when Angela <laughs> lands? And they're like, oh, here oh, we here go here again. The
2: Here's the thing about Angela. It's like, when I am in a situation that it's not like, I feel like, oh, this is not my scene. Let's say we go to a club, right? I don't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. I act on it. Like, I get a little quieter. Like, I don't feel... For Angela, yeah. she fucking feels at home no matter where she... She calls everyone brother. But
1: I think it's like, almost what, a what? defense mechanism. It's like she's it's just her
2: personality. S-
1: it is her personality. But when she feels uncomfortable, I feel like she gets even louder. And she- You think so? Yeah, because that's her way of, of... I don't know if it's pushing people away... But it's keeping people from getting close, I'll tell you that. for sure. Um, So, I I, I don't know. I think, yeah, I don't think that's necessarily how she acts when she's sitting at home with her daughters. I think she's probably more sentimental and sweet, if Uh, that's possible. I don't think so. I don't know. Um,
2: I just think that she feels, like, wherever she is, she feels right at home. Yeah. Or at least she acts on it. So, yeah,
1: um, good for her. So Peter and Addie definitely, I don't know if they got the script or or what, but they they hit the storyline on the head because they go, Michael, why aren't you on Instagram influencing? I thought you wanted to be an influencer. <laughs> we haven't seen any posts recently.
2: Oh boy. Oh, and he, that sets her off. That sets Angela well, off. He doesn't even
1: respond. He just starts pouring a beer really fast. And they're like this basically this whole first half of the segment, he doesn't even talk.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's
1: just Angela doing all the talking while he sits there silently. And it gets to a point where Addy just comes out and goes Mike, I'm not sure Angela's the best option for you.
2: And then Peter's like, Come on, bro, like be like choose your words I carefully. I think I think it's harsh. Like no matter like you love her, you hate her, saying this into someone's face, especially if it's the other person's wife and somehow they're trying to make it work, very disrespectful.
1: I think it was disrespectful, but I think I think they were just trolling her. I think Peter and Addie said, Let's go. Pour ourselves a couple of drinks, sit there and just let's insult and let's just see what we can get away with. Let's just attack her. Let's tell Michael he can do better because they were just too casual about it. Sitting back, having a cocktail. Well,
2: that was Addy. I think Peter was more like, like this is this is getting uncomfortable. Like no matter who she is or what she does and says, like it's our friend's wife. Yeah. Like we're crossing a line. I think Peter was like vibing this. Yeah. I think Addie was just like I don't care like she's a villain.
1: Yes, I I agree he was definitely the instigator. I just don't know actually how much he cared versus, "Eh, let's just see what I can Like he I felt like he was having fun with it."
2: Well, I think they care for Michael and I think they don't think she's a good option for him. Well, that's, as none of us That's true. None of us do.
1: <laughs> I love it cuz Addie goes I don't think Michael's happy with Angela because he loves being on Instagram.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's Michael's biggest passion. He loves being on Instagram. Well, no more.
1: They get all fired up and they, they leave.
2: Yeah, classic Angela loses her shit. But Michael was taking her side and she appreciates that.
1: This went a long way. Yeah. This basically did all the healing that needed to be done. And now Angela's like... I see a bright future the way Michael stood up for me. We can make it. We're solid.
2: She's like, now Michael has a clean slate to coming to the U.S. No goofballs, no Instagram. (laughs) It's like, is is that all that it takes, Angela?
1: Yes. To isolate him from the outside world and everything that he'd like so that she is literally the apple of his eye. That's all he's got his eye on. No friends, no Instagram, nothing but her.
2: I just wish that... Michael knew that he thinks, like, oh, I'm gonna move to America. Like, when I thought of America first, I thought, oh, I'm gonna live in New York City or Las Vegas or in LA. Mm-hmm. Ended up in freaking New Jersey. Mm-hmm. It, the town was very cute, very lovely. It looked like it could have been in Europe and I wouldn't have known, right? Sure. I luckily lived 20 minutes from Manhattan. That was a big plus. But Michael's gonna end up in rural, rural Georgia.
1: Hazelhurst. Georgia,
2: Like the closest big city is Atlanta. Okay, Atlanta's kind of cool. But he's not going to be going to Atlanta every day, right? He's going to be living in the middle of nowhere. And that's how
1: Angela is going to like it. She's not going to want him out and about.
2: I I feel like if he fully knew that he would not want to come to America. Because that's not the America he has in mind. He'll have nothing and no one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, So New Day, Angela's last day. And anyone seen Renee? Has anyone seen Renee?
2: <laughs> is I think Renee okay? was just like, I'm is she still out at of the here. bar. What
1: is she doing?
2: <laughs> yeah, they didn't even announce her departure. I thought
1: there was going to at least be a voiceover or Angela telling the camera, like yeah. once they got in the cab. So Renee laughed earlier because she had yeah. to go home for like nothing. <laughs> just like, all right, maybe Renee found her own guy and she's doing her own Red thing.
2: Is- Renee is nowhere to be found. Renee is MIA. She sure is. Okay. Angela needs to st- stop smoking everywhere. Okay. Like smoking in the hotel room, smoking in the car. like I know. And I'm a former smoker and I hated when my hands smelled and I didn't smoke that much, right? Mm-hmm. Just she must smell oh, like a pack of cigarettes. She
1: would, have to, she would have to quit for 10 years before that stank, I think, left her. There's no way it's like she quits smoking and she doesn't smell. No,
2: no, no. Like, I, I'm like, Michael doesn't smoke. It must be. I can't imagine him like banging her, making out with her, hugging her because you get the secondhand smell is worse. Yeah. Like if I smoke a cigarette one once every year, right? Yeah, I don't love the smell. But if I smoke it, I'm like fine with it, right? I hate when other people smoke. Yeah, I
1: can't milk. stand it.
2: And imagine like you're just like making out with it.
1: No, I don't want to imagine that at all. I was getting PTSD. I wish they put up a trigger warning because when Angela was holding that cigarette and she's like, pick me up, Michael. I was like, you're going to burn him. And I got PTSD from when my Nana burned me with her cigarette.
2: I got burned by my grandma's cigarette when too. I, and I, I burned I picked, myself.
1: When I picked up my Nana. And no, but she did burn <laughs> me with her, with her cigarette.
2: Your Nana smoked?
1: Oh, yeah. Not the one, not my grandma. My Nana. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: I learned that in America, you guys have a grandma and a nana.
1: I mean, some people have all those sorts of things.
2: Oh, interesting.
1: Uh, Babichkas. I ah, have Babichkas. We have bubbies, bubby.
2: Yeah I, yeah, I like that too.
1: Bubby. Anyway.
2: Anyway, I ju- my worry for Angela was like, she's freaking going to break her hips. And yes. then, how are you going to get home?
1: Yes. Um. So she gets to the airport. They say their goodbyes
2: emotional that's it angela with her 59 carry-ons yeah. like how did they even let you on the plane didn't you tell me that she got like kicked off the plane oh yeah it's and there's like video of it yeah it's probably for her like oh, curs- yeah. I, I would i would not be surprised if she like let up a cigarette I think that's
1: probably what it was <laughs> <laughs> anyways that's it um before we move on should we take a break i think we should Take let's a little bit take, of a, a take a, before little bit of a break
2: before we get hit by the German music.
1: All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll be back with the German music. We'll be back in a second. <laughs> and we're back.
2: Hello, Jonathan.
1: Hello, Teresa. How are you?
2: I'm good. I just cracked a fresh bush.
1: You sure did. I, I cracked a fresh Miller Lite because why not? Things are off because the rails. Because we're
2: going to Germany. Things
1: are off the rails.
2: Oh, yeah. Going to Germany. I just saw a great meme. And you know, Mr. Bean? Sure. It was a meme saying, when Czechs go to any other country and try try the beer. And okay. it's just like Mr. Bean just making faces because he ate something disgusting. Interesting. Because we're such beer snobs. but Except
1: you love craft beer. Like you love sours.
2: I've been here for 12 years.
1: You you probably, I mean, now you definitely do. I was yeah. gonna say you probably don't have a ton of sours in Czech. No, but, we don't. Uh, in Prague, I'm I sure. I mean, some,
2: like, uh, microbreweries got very popular recently. And there is one in Breslau I wanted to take you to, and I yeah. haven't yet. Well, on the list. Next time. But uh, it, it, it's becoming popular, but it c- cannot beat the real Czech beer and the German beer and yes. the Austrian beer. So, yes, those beers are good. So, no, when Czechs go to Germany, we still love it, but but when Czechs go anywhere else.
1: All right. No. Well, let's, let's stay in Germany here. Jovi and Yara. Have we ever seen Yara drive before? This was the first time I think I've seen her drive.
2: Yes. And not that she's driving. She's driving a Czech car.
1: Oh, really? It's Skoda. Mm-hmm. No, that wasn't Skoda. That no, was Skoda. In Germany?
2: They well they rented it in Prague.
1: I thought they, they looked different. This one oh
2: like, no, I saw the I saw yeah, I won't question the you. logo.
1: I won't question you. So they're going hiking, right? It's oh, it's but, uh,
2: They're sorry. going on a walk.
1: No, I was gonna make this this argument on another episode and then I googled what it is to hike before I made the argument and it says walking through nature and so well for me hiking is hiking. like you
2: put gear on right yeah what they were doing they went on a stroll if you you don't hike with a Gucci purse and jeans
1: I mean I don't think your outfit determines whether it's a hike or not
2: no but your outfit is more like you're prepared you're prepared to get dirty you're prepared I to- know, but Get but, cold or get wet. But they the weren't hike, prepared for anything. The
1: hike we did over Thanksgiving, we did that same exact hike in flip flops five years ago.
2: Yeah, same and that's hike. why I would call it a stroll.
1: Mm, it's it's by definition it is a hike. I okay. do. I hear what you're saying. I agree with you. It is. It's an easy hike. But it's a hike.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Here's what it really was, or what it looked like: an awkward double date.
2: Oh yeah.
1: You saw like Yar and Karina walking up front, Jovi and Tomage in the back. I was like this is a, this is like a high school double date gone wrong mm-hmm. where the guys just end up talking to each other, the girls end up talking to each other. It was it was awkward because once again, Yar is talking about wanting to stay in Europe. I can spend more time with my friends, my family, I can help people. This is my homeland. I I want to eat the food. I want to stay with the people I know.
2: I, I'm i going to be a, a Debbie Downer, but that's not your food. And I hate to say it, I know you cannot go home back to Ukraine, right? But you're saying, oh, these are my people, my food. It's not true because Europe is Europe has multiple countries and every single country has different traditions, different food, different drinks, yeah. different customs. So I know you cannot go home and it sucks and it's miserable and I feel for you, but... That's not your food. That's not your country. Those are not your people. Those are Europeans.
1: Yes. But yeah, she's very, she's not a great arguer. Like no. None of her arguments really make sense. And we said it, I think it was last episode, where if you had just came out and said, I haven't seen my mom in years, I just want to spend as much time as I can with her, we would all go, Of course. Yeah. You should. But when you come out, you're like, I want my food and I want to help people and I haven't helped people, but I promise I will. It's like you're just making bad arguments and you don't need to make these bad arguments. Yeah. Like your actual argument is a good one. So make it. My issue with the whole entire thing is that they're on this awkward double date. Having this conversation, this double debate is really what it is. Forget (laughs) double dates and double debate. This isn't a group decision. Right. Why are we bringing Talmadge and Karina into this? This is not a group decision whether or not Yara goes home with Jovi. This is between Jovi and Yara and have it alone.
2: Because they both feel like they need some support. And now it is like two against two. I mean, if Olga was there, it would be three against two, right?
0: Sure. But Listen, listen, I get
2: Yara's side, right? Jovi, they're going to come to the U.S. and he's going to go away for a month, right? She could stay in Europe. But I feel like... If they only discussed this prior to going to Europe and that was the plan yes they could have been enjoying this whole freaking vacation <laughs> that's
1: a, okay so two very good points one I was gonna make and then one that you just made me realize yes her her idea is a good one actually it, it does make yeah. sense. But when you spring it on someone mid-vacation, it's a little alarming, and you go, "Wait, what? Are, are you actually ever going to come home? Because this wasn't the plan, and now you're doing this. So it was poor timing and poor planning." Yes. But the other point that you make is, you're ruining this entire trip.
2: Entire
1: trip. <laughs> with this debate, this this ongoing <laughs> debate.
2: Yeah. Honestly, I feel like Yara should stay. But, or she should have brought it up, if not before, maybe on the way there. Or when you land, not after you go and search for apartments. Like, you literally, he was already nervous that she might want to stay in Europe. Then you go and search for apartments, and then you tell him, it's like, I see what she's doing, and I think she should stay. But they should have discussed it prior.
1: Yeah, I uh, and I see both of their points of view now. If Yara had made this case... While they were still in New Orleans booking their tickets and Jovi said, no, you're coming home with me. I would go, Jovi, you're out of line. Yeah. Let, let her stay. You're going to be gone. But Especially
2: because he's going to be especially gone. Especially because
1: he's going to be gone. But the fact that they're having this argument while, they, while Yara already has a ticket home makes me go, well, I see Jovi's point of view. Yeah. It's all timing. It's all communication. And... I don't think there's any place for Karina and Tomage to get involved, but here we are.
2: No, totally. And I'm on this Facebook group of like Czech and Slovak women, right? And all, most of them who are like stay-at-home moms, right? They take the kids to Czech for the whole summer for three <laughs> months, once a year without the husbands.
1: What does the husband do?
2: Like living their best life back in the U.S. without the kids. I don't know, but <laughs> they all talk about it. I'm like, damn, like I would not want to leave you for three months.
1: No. And, and you have said you're, you have relatives who will like send the kids.
2: Yeah, I would do that.
1: Right. And the parents stay put and the kids yeah. go to another country and get immersed in that culture. And that's great. But yeah, you stay and you work and yeah. do what you have to do. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I think it's important. For Mila to experience both cultures.
0: Yeah. But I
1: think it's it's just as important, if not more important, for the parents to communicate and be on the same page about this.
2: I feel like they are just at this point just trying to, like, hurt each other. Like, who, like, gives a bigger jab? Because then Yara says she's been miserable for two and a half years. That's really harsh. That's like a really harsh thing to say. Because when she says, is. let me be happy for a bit, I if I was if you told me that I would be like, um. Well, you're free to go back to Connecticut because, I. If you've been unhappy this whole time you've been with me, why are you here?
1: Yeah, and if she truly meant it, well, let's dissect it a little she bit. She did. Ex- it. She was it.
2: upset. She be- was trying to win.
1: Because think about it. I mean, what? It, you're only happy then when Jovi. Is around or because she was like, oh, he went to work for eight months or he was stuck twice for four months at a time. It's like you're not happy at all. Like when Jovi's there, when he's not there, when you're spending time with your daughter, when you're like, really, you're not happy at all. The only thing that makes you is. happy is being in Europe. Yeah. So it, when, you, when you get to the point where you're saying things to hurt the other person, you've gone too far. Yes. And that's And that's where they're at right now.
2: Yeah, unfortunately. And then we just see them at the hotel and they just keep arguing over staying in Europe, going back home over and over and over. And it's like a never ending thing. And Jovi is basically saying, you will come back home with me. Yara saying, I won't go back (laughs) home with you. Let's see. So what do you think? She's going to go back. I think so. I think so. Again, maybe, I think she should stay in my opinion, but not... Like this. Like now it's very ugly. Maybe she should go back, be home, do whatever. And next time he travels, then fly back to Europe. I think now it's too nasty for her to stay because if she stays, Mm -hmm. that relationship is going to go bad.
1: Can Olga go to the States? No. No. Oh, because she's
2: it's not. So here's the thing. It wasn't easy for like Ukrainians before to get visa to the US. Before the war, right? Yeah. Now it's different, but she would still need to apply and it's not something you get overnight. So Czechs, whoever has this diplomatic agreement with the United States, aka, for example, Czech Republic does and most countries in the EU, you just apply online and you get the approval within 10 hours, Mm. right? It's immediate. You pay like $20 Mm -hmm. and my parents can come immediately for three months. Right, Ukraine doesn't have that. They have to apply for the actual visa, and that takes time.
1: Got it. So, all right, that's Jovinyar. Let's see. Best of luck to them. All right, couple of crazy kids. Let's move on. Let's talk about Kim and Usman. (laughs) Here we go. Get ready, Teresa. First and foremost, shout out to the new Soldier Boy T-shirt. I love. Kim rocking that new soldier. I shirt. was
2: looking at it. Was that Uzi? Mm-hmm. It looked like an old school hip hop shirt. I know.
1: I think he had a hoodie on and it says fire. Yeah. But it's like written in the Michael Jackson thriller yeah. font. Yeah, And that's shirt.
2: why I thought that I was like, wait, that's not is no, Uzi. Is it Usi? Someone sent me is a it link. Is it Uzi?
1: You think Kim would wear anyone else across her chest?
2: I don't know. No. Probably not.
1: Send me a link to that shirt. I would like it. But they're please, at the- Please don't. They're at the hotel- Kim just found out that Muhammad doesn't even know about the plan to to abduct (laughs) Mahadi. Uh, Mahadi. And so Kim's a little upset. So she's like, I'll give you some time to cool down. He goes and he finds Jamal by the pool. And Jamal rocking that Steve Irwin chic look. Yes. He was looking safari chic.
2: He looks good. Jamal looks good.
1: All right. You take it easy over there. Um, but Usman brings up, okay, your mom's mad because of the bomb drop because, yes, okay, you caught me. I didn't ask for permission.
0: <laughs> it's just
1: an idea I had. I was spitballing.
2: Well, here's the thing, and Jamal calls it. Usman says, I didn't lie to her. I just didn't tell her, like, the whole truth. Well, that's lying.
1: Nah, I don't subscribe to that. Usually I don't subscribe to well, lying by omission. I don't.
2: Okay. If it was something silly, like, oh, oh, you told me you made the reservation for dinner, but you didn't. You're talking about adopting Mahadi.
1: If he said, I talked to my brother and there's a chance we can adopt his son, then you're lying. But if all he's saying is, well, maybe we can adopt Mahadi. That's not a lie.
2: Oh no! He said we're going to adopt Mahadi. Like no, that's, that's he, the way no, to do this.
1: No, he. It was never. It was never a declaration. No? I think it was more of an idea of here's what we could do.
2: Oh, I thought it was a declaration because he's like, "Oh, Mahadi, I love him so much."
1: Um, well, he had his eyes set on one one young man. That's for sure. <laughs> but I don't think he ever positioned it as. Yeah, we just got to sign the papers and we're good to go. I think it was always like, well, let's let's see. I think maybe we could adopt Mahadi.
2: Here's the thing: Kim brought Jamal to meet his potential brother. Kim brought gifts yes. for Mahadi. True. Like, it was more than just, oh, here's an idea. Kim was flying to Nigeria thinking. All right, let's meet this potential kid because it's a possibility.
1: Yeah, maybe it's not even
2: a possibility at this point because they have no idea.
1: Maybe you're right. Either way, Jamal's like, I think you're moving too fast. Maybe live together before you bring a child into this. And it's like, look at look at Jamal being the fatherly figure in this. Look at Jamal talking to his stepdad (laughs) like that. Well,
2: see right. thinks that Jamal gets too much into Kim's business. Yeah. I mean, dude, he's <laughs> there for his mom. Yeah,
1: yeah. So here we go. New day.
2: All right. We're going like, to meet. Yeah? Oh. Muhammad, Zainab, Mahadi, and a baby.
1: I love how Kim and Usi they got all done up, right? Oh, yeah. They had to get all primped and proper <laughs> to meet Muhammad And Kim's like, well... I'm gonna meet Mahati, the four-year-old I might adopt, and just <laughs> <laughs> the four seems a little old to be, but okay. While they're driving over, this is where Usi is basically explaining how he already has the rights to the kid. So you're right, maybe he is, maybe he is kind of overselling. He's like dibs on Mahati, like <laughs> everyone wants my dibs on Mahati.
2: Wait, what was he? Saying? Because I was, like, dying laughing.
1: I think he was was saying, like, well, in my culture, because he's my brother, my brother's kid, it's basically my kid. Like, he was basically saying (laughs) dibs on Mahadi, I think, um, in so many words. And so they get to this park, and Mahadi is a cutie. I can see why Usman wants to take him home. Here's the
2: thing. Mahadi is wearing a matching outfit with Muhammad. What makes you think that <laughs> Muhammad is just gonna give him to you?
1: Yeah, they probably have all matches. He's like, I'm gonna have to get a whole new wardrobe if I give you this kid.
2: And also, I thought Muhammad had more kids, unless they didn't bring them.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't think, you know, you don't, you don't, it's like putting Usman in a candy store if he had all these kids to choose from, <laughs> right? Well,
2: but I found it so comical that they got there and they give. They give Mahadi this gift. Jamal uh-huh. starts like playing with him. <laughs> it's almost like when you go and you're, you're going to go look at puppies and you find a puppy you like, uh-huh. you start playing with it, right? Sure. And I feel so bad because like Mahadi has no idea has what's no going idea. on. No idea.
1: But they go and they sit down and Muhammad's like, okay, so you asked us here, why? Why did you invite us? And at this point, Muhammad is holding... Onto Mahati so tight. I don't know if you could see, but he had like two arms around Mahadi. So like, you're not going anywhere. It's like, <laughs> it's like, I heard rumblings about what's happening and you're not going anywhere. And Usman's like, well, I don't think I need two wives anymore because that'll mean I can't go to the States. So I was thinking <laughs> you can give us Mahati, and we can adopt him as our child. And don't worry, we'll take care of them 100%. We'll take care of him. Don't you worry. You just you give you give us Mahadi and and that's it. And Muhammad's just like I don't, under, I don't understand.
2: Like he's he's like uh huh.
1: What? We'll take care of him. We'll give him the best education. We'll provide. And then like Kim starts giving Mahadi these eyes too. Like, come on, you know where you want you know you want to <laughs> live in America, don't you, Mahadi? And Muhammad's kind of speechless. Muhammad's wife is like. Well you have to think about this. She no, you know
2: yeah, at she, first
1: she's like, we have to think about this. I think she's being polite.
2: Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> Basically, she's like, like Muhammad, start not. the car,
1: but we gotta think about this.
2: I I'm like, what
1: is happening on TV? And they have a good reason why they don't want this to happen, which is Muhammad doesn't want his child to be raised outside of an Islamic orientation.
2: Yes. And plus it's their child
1: oh yeah plus it's their kid
2: yeah and so he's like well i mean muhammad's like well i would want him to be you know raised in islam and different cultures and different religions in the u.s and yeah. kim are you gonna convert oh that's another thing that usi didn't mention oh, yeah. that kim would have to convert to islam yeah which yeah. is not happening.
1: He's like, I'll kidnap a child, but I will not convert to Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> the way she goes, like, I won't convert to Muslim. <laughs>
0: but uh, i will
1: do. I would do a lot for that child. But oh I will not gosh. convert
2: to Muslim. <laughs> this, Islam whole thing, can, this, this whole thing. This whole thing.
1: whole thing was out of control. I couldn't take it. Theresa could not take it. It was one of the best segments in 90 Day Fiancé history.
2: I loved it. So, so much. I laughed so hard. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Um, so then we get back to the hotel and Kim and Jamal are talking and they just can't believe how Usman's family didn't know about the plans. And then on top of that, to make matters worse, now religion is brought into the picture. So many surprises.
2: So many red flags.
1: So many surprises. And Jamal goes, I thought when Usman brought up adoption, it was... It was bad. They were not on board with this idea. And Jamal's like, I think you guys, saying what he said to, It was I think you guys are moving too fast. You guys have issues. Don't think a kid is going to solve these issues. I think it's not going to make anything better. Think about it. And
2: listen to Jamal, people.
1: And Kim's like, all right, well, it's not going to happen overnight. I, I would take more trips here. We still need to get married. So like, Kim still is thinking it's a possibility. Oh, I don't think it's a possibility.
2: I don't think anyone's giving them Mahadi.
1: I don't think no. I don't think Mahadi's going anywhere. <laughs> but what a segment!
2: What a segment! Yeah, too good.
1: Yeah. Right. Um. Okay. One more. One more. Libby, and Andre,
2: and Chuck,
1: and Chuck.
2: My boy Chuck. Hanging out together, the child swimming in the pool. A little
1: poolside action.
2: And Chuck is sharing.
1: Chuck's got big news.
2: Well, he met someone and she's a cancer survivor. And I found that beautiful.
1: I found it beautiful too. I was very, I was rooting for Chuck. Yeah. And we all saw the episode. It didn't go Chuck's way necessarily, but we'll get there. So, yes. He met a woman, not physically. They met online and correct me if I'm wrong. He says she's coming to Tampa for a couple of days. So I want to meet up with her. Yeah. Okay. Remember that. Chuck meets one girl online and starts wearing his hat backwards.
2: <laughs> Who's this cool guy?
1: Who's this guy's flirting with chicks online now and he's rocking a backwards hat?
2: <laughs> I mean, listen, it's been over 10 years since he's been in the relationship <sighs> and he's been through a lot. And there's mm-hmm. something that. We didn't know throughout the whole, all those uh, seasons. We
1: learned he, in diaries.
2: Yeah. He opened up recently, like in the past like year or two about the cancer. A
1: year. I would yeah. Say, yeah. Yeah, Wasn't it on diaries when he did, when he, when he told us they gave him a makeover. Yeah. He was going for a makeover because he wanted to find a woman. Yeah, yeah. I guess that didn't stick, but he's still trying to find a woman now. And he's Listen, got dating's
2: yeah. hard. Sure is. Dating's hard. Sure. No matter if you're young and hot or a older or wh- whoever, whatever you are, it's hard.
1: Yeah. So Chuck's got this date and Andre's got an idea. Why don't we double date?
2: Well, I'm like, I'm with Libby. I'm like, <laughs> not a good idea. Like they've never met. Let's let them meet. But I'm glad that Chuck got nervous and feels a little rusty, so he thinks it is a good idea. I'm yeah, so happy he felt that way.
1: Chuck's into it. Chuck's yes. into it. So they agree, let's, let's do this double date. Uh, did you see, besides the backwards hat, Andre and Chuck were like dressed the same when they were sitting at the pool. Like they're becoming the same person. Oh, I Who, didn't. Uh, black polo. Don't tell me that. I love shorts, Chuck
2: and not, so not so much Andre. Much.
1: Okay. Well, let's move on to someone no one loves. Charlie.
2: Well, okay, Charlie and Megan, I think I mentioned it last time that I saw Megan did like a Q&A on Instagram or something. Oh, yeah. And she basically said, it's not fake that they don't talk. Like, what do you see on TV? That's the real relationship. Like, we have no relationship with Andre and Libby. And mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, I didn't think it was that bad. I thought, you know, maybe they act on TV. Maybe they're not besties, but they're not like this.
1: Oh, I think I always believed it. Oh, really? To have the longevity that they have on this show, I think there needs to be authenticity. And I think that's what's here. Otherwise, you'd be able to see right through this shit. You'd go, ah, oh, this is so contrived. This isn't real. But like... Maybe. No, these people are nuts. Well. And we see it here. They're at a playground. I don't understand how Charlie's allowed within 500 feet of a playground, but... Well, They're he there. never
2: he never had anything, he never done anything wrong with the kid. So oh. let's not give him <laughs> Sorry. shit like Sorry. this. But here's my question, right? We all saw him drinking, but they all drink. It's true, right? Everyone was talking about him being an alcoholic. And from what we can see on TV, yes, it seemed like it, right?
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: Megan has always stand by him and never... Thought for a second that he had an issue, so either she plays it well, or he's just being portrayed this way.
1: They both have issues. Come on, they're enabling each other and they're protecting each other. Sure Megan
2: and, and yes, charlie I'm sure they're both. I'm not doing... taking that aside at all, but I'm like, I'm saying, if he did have drinking issue, right? Let's say it was bad. Like as your wife, you would probably want to protect him. If anything, you would just be like, oh, my gosh, like let's not even get but on this freaking show. like. Not if you're ooh.
1: an alcoholic, too. I don't think he's an independent alcoholic. I think they're together partying, Okay. Party! I'm not saying he's on cocaine, but did you see how much he kept scrunching his nose during this not. segment? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So- I mean,
2: I do that, too, but I have allergies.
1: Sure. So, Charlie's like, all right, so we're going to go to therapy. Well, let's see how that goes but here's the thing if if i need to fight andre i'm gonna fight him and this is where i go well megan is an an enabler of bad behavior because she goes yeah let him hit you and then I'll call the cops. I'll call one eight hundred immigration if I have to,
2: <laughs> and they will deport them. Yeah, it's like so. Maybe they did call one eight hundred immigration.
1: They're they're plotting. <laughs> they're plotting. They're uh, they're up to no good. They're saying, yeah, like yeah, entice them, we'll get them to hit you, and then we'll call. It's like, come on, guys. Well,
2: here is the thing. Let's say this whole thing is real, right? The yeah. whole one eight hundred immigration. It's easy to actually just call the number and complain and i'm sure there is a way to complain do they understand the consequences it's not like oh he'll get kicked out of the country for like a year he's gonna be in timeout, and he'll come back no well if he got deported i don't think he will be able to come back or maybe in 10 plus years he won't he would not be able to come so you're saying like oh Let's just ship the kids and Libby away with him. That's fucked up. Like you can hate him. Don't see him. Tampa's big enough but to <laughs> wanting to deport him. That's really extreme. Let's say if he was an abusive husband to Libby, right? And he was a bad dude. Okay. But he's not. And so if this whole thing is real, just thinking about it is really fucked up.
1: Yeah. Well, let's see how therapy goes.
2: Oh, I can't wait.
1: Before that, it's double date time. Chuck looks like he was dressed for the first day of school. His hair <laughs> was all combed. His shirt was pressed. He was looking good.
2: Looking sharp.
1: Looking sharp for hibachi. And there's something I love hibachi. Yeah, but there's something about a hibachi restaurant with zero other people in it. That is quite off put. Like the lights, I think, were off in the sections that no one was in. I think it was
2: for the filming. They definitely. Because it's so, if you think of hibachi, it's so loud.
1: It's so loud, but hibachi is all about energy. The flame and the performance. And then going into a hibachi restaurant where there's zero energy. It was like, I don't know if I would eat here. But you're right. They were doing it, of course, for the filming.
2: Yes, like he better places that are all loud and wild. Like think about it, it oh, would I'm not be able it. to. F- oh, yeah. the
1: I'm thinking about it.
2: We'll we'll go. A
1: little too much. Yeah, um, so good. So everyone's there, except Chuck's date. Fingers uh, crossed, she's not like a fart in the wind. Well, <laughs> shout out to Andre. <laughs> but an Ellen John song, fart in the wind.
2: <laughs> well, they're afraid that she's ghosting him, and. Unfortunately, she is not fully because she texts, but that's a classic mm. ghosting. Because here is here is why she texts him that she tested positive for COVID and she's being at the doctor's for the whole day.
1: Okay, so a little bit to unpack there. But first, let's go back to what I said. Remember that from the top of oh, the segment. Yeah. I said, did she say she was coming to Tampa for a couple of days? Yeah. So it seemed like she was coming on business or something. Yeah. But now she's at a doctor's? Did she come to Tampa and then go to the doctor's in Tampa? Was she, where is she from? And is Maybe she-, she
2: got sick and went to the doctor? I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. She got sick, didn't feel well, went to the doctor's, tested mm-hmm. positive for COVID. We all know what COVID can do. Yes. So she's sick. But if that's the case, that's really bad if you're staying at the doctor's or at the hospital with COVID.
1: Well, here's what I would say. Chuck told us at the top of the segment... She's also a cancer survivor. So oh, I think that's she's, right. she's compromised. That's right. A little bit. So I think COVID may hit differently. So I'm not questioning that at all, but I am questioning well, wait, I thought she was coming in town for a couple of days. And is she at the doctors in Tampa or is she wherever mm. she's from? And if, if that's the case, well, why didn't you get a text earlier?
2: Yeah. Also, there could be this. Um, she found out that. They're going to be filmed. Maybe Chuck Ooh, told her, yeah. like, hey, by the way, like, my kids are on this show. And is it okay if they're going to film us for a little bit? And maybe she was like, I'm really sorry. I'm not doing that. So let's just, maybe we'll meet later, but I'm not doing this. It's
1: funny because originally I thought, oh, she's a super fan. And that's why Chuck's bringing Libby and Andre. Because it's mm. like, oh, yeah, let's go. But I also want to meet, I want to meet Libby. Can I meet <laughs> Libby? And so that's why. But now I'm going, oh, was this whole date? make believe from production and you brought the kids so you'd have someone to talk to at dinner.
2: I don't think it was make believe. I just think that maybe he dated someone or there was someone he did was he was supposed to have a date but she said I don't want to be filmed. So yeah. let's bring Libby Andre. Let's let's play it out.
1: Yeah. Either way, she doesn't show. So just the double date turns into like a planning session for the group therapy and how they're going to address the fact that someone wants to get them deported and
2: yes how
1: are we gonna how are we gonna retaliate chuck had a couple of martinis that's all i'm gonna say is Chuck oh, had a couple, for sure he was getting a little loose i mean he martinis. said he
2: was happy even though he got kind of ghosted even though she yeah, replied
1: he took the first step
2: yeah he's like i'm back in the game i feel good and i'm here for it yeah
1: yes we love love
2: we love we love, love
1: all right and coming, we love this episode coming up soon coming up very soon Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Mm-hmm. Before Darcy and Stacy, it will be Love in Paradise.
2: And I have to say, now we're watching season two, I've realized that it's so good and it doesn't get that much love. I know. I don't know why. It doesn't it's get, freaking get that good. much
1: love in paradise. No, mm. but it's good. It's really good. It's because there's just so much. And that's why like, we half watched it and why we're going back and watching it was because there's so much going on all at once. People only have so much time, only so much of an attention span. True. That if Love in Paradise was on Sunday nights instead of 90 Day, oh, it would be huge. But it's this I think it started on Discovery Plus and then it went to TLC. I think it's
2: only on D+ and then it's think, going into
1: I think this TLC. one might be starting on TLC. Oh,
2: really? Yeah, we'll Interesting.
1: see. Either way, that's patreon.com slash Married Reality. Single life's wrapping up. Then we got Love in Paradise, Darcy and Stacy. Check it out. Follow us on the Instagram at Married Pod. Message us eh, like a meme. Keep up to date. All good things at Married Pod on Instagram. Also, follow the podcast right here, wherever you're listening. So easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button.
2: Guys, smash it like it's as hard as the beautiful review from Kimmy G.
1: Kimmy G. Thank you. Thank you. Great lead and Teresa. Thank you for the reviews. We love all the reviews, especially yours, Kimichi. Beautiful review.
2: Beautiful review. Thank you.
1: All right. With that, I think I've said it all.
2: I've said it all.
1: All right. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.